guys, welcome to a short segment of the Grind Never Stops podcast. We want to thank everyone who's tuned into us since day one and who has supported us all the way. So in this short segment, we will talk about the NBA Awards finalist that was announced on NBA on TNT before the game between the Wizards and the Pacers, in which we will talk in our next segment. So let's start going with the NBA Awards finalist. So first we will go from the bottom, and then the last one will be obviously the MVP. Because it's the most important award out of all of it. So first, we'll start with the most improved finalist. So first, it's going to be Jeremy Grant, who's averaging 19 points and 8 rebounds for the last place Detroit Pistons. He signed a contract in the offseason after being with the Denver Nuggets last season. And he was a 14 points, 7, 6 rebounds a night. And as soon as he joined the Pistons, he was deemed a starter. And he was great from the get-go. Was close to averaging 20 points a game and 7 rebounds. But his team is last place. And we'll talk about the standings in just a moment. Or we'll talk about it now. Because all of these awards that we're going to talk about, it's all vo- voted by sports media members and broadcasters and all these were voted right before the first play in game which was between the boston celtics and the washington wizards and the hornets against the indiana pacers as well so i didn't like how members of the media gets to vote on this which it should be the nba should vote on these not the media members but let's move on so the second finalist for the most improved player is michael porter jr who did not start until the second half of the season and ever since he started he took more shots than aaron gordon and he took gordon's role ever since he got acquired and michael porter jr has improved his three-point shooting, has improved his points per game, his rebounding, and obviously his defense. And the Nuggets are third place, but Michael Porter Jr. was playing off the bench the whole half of the season, wasn't playing many minutes up until they put Aaron Gordon starting and one game, and that's which made Aaron Gordon shoot less and all these kind of things and that's why the magic should have treated him somewhere else because now it's the Michael Porter, Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic show in Denver but the next finalist that we're gonna talk about is the one that will win it and that's already booked it is Julius Randle of the New York Knicks and as you know the Knicks are fifth fourth place in the Eastern Conference and then the playoffs they will face the Atlanta Hawks but the Knicks have surprised everyone not only the Knicks but Julius Randle has taken this team to the next level because Randle 
is averaging more points than Paul George and Russell Westbrook, is averaging more rebounds than Paul George, Russell Westbrook, and LeBron James. He's also averaging more assists than King James. And this season, Julius Randle has taken his team to a next to a next level, to the next step. Because this season, he's averaging 24 points, 10 rebounds, and six assists. And I feel that maybe not top three, but he should be at least top five or top seven in MVP conversation. And you know that last year with the Knicks, he averaged 20, 19 points, nine boards, and three assists. And he's shooting career high in points per game. Uh, he tied his career high in rebounds per game, and obviously he has a career high in assists with six assists a game. He's also averaging a career high in steals with 0.9, um, and he's also shooting from the free throw a career best 81%. He's shooting from the field uh, 45%, which is not a career high, but from three, he's shooting a career high 41% from the field as a 6-8 big man. So Julius Randle has shocked everybody in the NBA and in the Knicks. So obviously the most improved player in this one, the winner will be Julius Randle of the New York Knicks. So next, we'll talk about the coach of the year, a finalist. And obviously, you guys know as who are the finalists. It's obviously Quinn Schneider of the Utah Jazz, who are first place in the NBA and in the Western Conference at 52 wins and 20 losses. They ended the season having only five losses at home with five. They were 31 and five. But the Jazz, after being in fourth place last season, they were in first place with 52 wins. And they haven't had a 50 win season since they had the Stocktons and the Malones. So that he will probably win the coach of the year next it was also a coach in the western conference is the second place team the phoenix suns who ended its season 51 wins and 21 losses and the suns finished the season one win one less win than the jazz and they finished one one more loss than the jazz and the suns at home they went 27 and 9 as well and on the road, they went 24 and 12, and they ended the season on a three game winning streak. And the last coach that was on the coach of the year is the fourth seeded Knicks at 41 and 31. They ended the season also with a three game winning streak, but they were under 500 on the road, and they're 25 and 11 at home. And you know, the last five, six seasons, ever since Carmelo Anthony left the Knicks, they have been embarrassed. They have been struggling in front of their fans at MSG. So that's a good thing you want, you see from the Knicks. And yes, obviously Tom Thibodeau will not win coach, coach of the year as a four city team, as 
a 4131 record. Because what about Doc Rivers in Philadelphia with 49 and 23? And yes, they're always in the top, but they haven't been this good. 49 and 23 in the regular season. So I think the Utah Jazz, it'll be, be between Quinn Schneider in Utah and Monty Williams in Phoenix. Because the Phoenix, they, the, they got Chris Paul in D-Bucks. In Utah, they got Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert. And next, they only got Julius Randle. And you're going to look at the record-wise. And I think the Jazz will win. So Quinn Schneider will win his first Coach of the Year award. Uh, next, it's another debatable award. It's the Defensive Player of the Year. And the finalists are Rudy Gobert of the Utah Jazz again. Draymond Green of the Golden State Warriors. And Ben Simmons of the Philadelphia 76ers. And you guys, I don't know how people always change how the awards are given. Sometimes it's winning, sometimes it's that. So let's start with Frenchman Rudy Gobert who's averaging 14 points, 13 rebounds, one assist, one assist per game, and 2.7 blocks per game, and steals per game, 0.6, and Rudy Gobert Jazz are first in the Eastern Conference. So next we'll go with Ben Simmons from the Sixers. He's from Australia. He's averaging 14 points per game, 7 rebounds, and 7 assists per game with 0.6 blocks and 1.6 steals per game. And they're also first in the Eastern Conference. Next will be Raymond Green. Draymond Green. The American from Saginaw, Michigan. He's averaging 7 points per game, 7 rebounds, and 9 assists per game. But he's averaging 1.7 steals and 0.8 blocks. And out of all these people, Ben Simmons has more points per game. Gobert has more rebounds per game. But Draymond Green, as a power forward slash center, has the most assist per game with nine and also Draymond Green leads out of all these players in in assist per game with nine he also leads all of them with 1.7 assist per game but he's also second in close to one block per game but I really think that Draymond Green should win this award because Rudy Gobert, yes, he's averaging 14 points, 13 rebounds per game. Per game, but if you look at all the people that Draymond Green has gotten, he has put big, big defense on them. And he's averaging 7.79 with close to two steals a game as a power forward slash center. So I think Draymond Green will obviously win this award and if he does not, obviously I think Ben Simmons could win this one. But 
Rudy Gobert has, and the Jazz has shocked all of us. Not Gobert, but the Utah Jazz. So it's gonna be it's gonna be debatable on this award. Next will be the Six Men of the Year finalists, and this doesn't require a debate because Clarkson is is the number one finalist. Then is Joe Ingles, his running mate, and Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose was a starter for the first half of the season until he got traded to the Knicks from the Pistons. And yes, he's been averaging 20 points, five rebounds, five assists since being acquired from the Knicks. But I think Jordan Clarkson will win the sixth man of the year because also Joe Ingles started over 50 games for the Jazz before he went to the bench. And he's averaging 16, five and seven. Well, for Clarkson, he's averaging off the bench 18 points and 4 rebounds, shooting 42% from the floor, 35% from 3, and close to 90% from the field. And you can see that Clarkson will win a 6 man of the year after having 30-40 point games and multiple 35 point games for the Utah Jazz. So Jordan Clarkson will win the 6 man of the year. Next debatable is the Rookie of the Year finalist. So let's start by telling you the finalists. Lamelo Ball of the Hornets, Anthony Edwards, the Ant-Man from Minnesota, and Tyrese Halliburton of the Kings. So let's go with the injuries. Lamelo Ball missed at least like a month with a wrist injury. Edwards did not miss a single game. He played in, in every single game, but Tyrese Halliburton missed the last month of the season with an injury so edwards has been the healthiest out of all three but the thing is that all these three players did not start from the get-go edwards did not start until close to the first half of the season lamal ball as well and hubbard tyrese halberton as well but I think Edwards will win this one because he has been scoring, he has been rebounding, he's been passing the ball, and he's been playing defense. And yes, maybe if Lamola Ball never got injured, maybe he could have won it, but I think Edwards wins it. Halberton, like all these players, did not start at the end of the season. They came off the bench. But ever since, I think Edwards will win this one. So now the final award, the most important award, the most debatable award, the most award that everyone is talking about, is the most valuable player. It's not the most valuable team, but it's the most valuable player. So let's start with the finalist. So it's Nikola Jokic from the Denver Nuggets. The first finalist, he's averaging 26 points, 10 rebounds, and 8 assists per game. The Nuggets are third place in the West. Jokic has played in every single game, but the Nuggets ended the last two month, months of the season without point guard Jamal Murray, and he obviously will miss the playoffs as well. But he still continued to have big numbers, and he had multiple 50-point games. And he also ruined the Utah Jazz 13-game winning streak. So the next finalist is Joel Embiid from the Sixers. He is averaging close to 28 points per game, 
10 rebounds a game, 2 assists per game, and close to 2 blocks per game. And he is first in the Eastern Conference, but he played in only 51 games due to injury and COVID protocols. Next is Steph Curry of the Golden State Warriors. He's averaging a 32 points per game. 5 rebounds, 5 assists per game, shooting 48% from the field, 42% from 3, and 91% of the free throw line. But the Golden State Warriors were 8th in the West and are fighting for the last playoff spot tonight against the Grizz. But Curry played in only 63 games and missed 9 games due to ankle sprains and COVID protocol. But Steph Curry is a scoring champion but I think Steph Curry will win and should win this one but if not the next closest one I think will be Joel Embiid but all of these guys could win it because Nikola Jokic stats and what he's been doing without Jamal Murray losing Grant um, with acquiring Aaron Gorin getting rid of RJ Hampton get like all these, Jokic still is doing work, even with Jamal Murray or without Jamal Murray. And Embiid, yes, he he missed at least 20 games, and yes, maybe he will not win it because of that. But they're first in the East. He has surprised everyone. The team has played really well, 28 and 10, two assists and two blocks. He's probably the best center in the game, close to Nikola Jokic. But Steph Curry, after getting injured last season, missed most of them last season. After losing Clay Thompson, he still averaged 32 points a game, the scoring title champion, 5 rebounds, 5 assists. He had a 62 breaking, had multiple 50, had many 40 point games and many 30 point games. And this is why he will win the most valuable player. But guys, thanks for tuning in for this short segment as we talked about the NBA Awards finalists. Make sure to check us out on Instagram, YouTube. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter. Subscribe to our YouTube channel at Grind Never Stops Podcast. And listen to us on Apple Podcast and Spotify. It's your host, DJ Joe, signing out.